from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Hey, happy Monday morning. <clears throat> Welcome to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. What a weekend, huh? What a weekend full of emotion. What a weekend full of American spirit. What a weekend full of family time, conversation, um, remembering, and, and just putting ourselves back 20 years ago. But just as much as we did it on Saturday, we did it on Sunday too. There was this feeling, just like the 9-12 of 20 years ago, that we had Saturday and Sunday of this week. And that's not good for the Biden administration. And we're going to talk about all of that and more. Everything that happened this weekend, everything that's moving forward. And, and I got to tell you guys, I am so happy today. I am so excited and I am so, so happy today about everything that's happening. Everything that's going on. It's absolutely incredible what the mainstream media will not show you. Absolutely incredible. Anyway, folks, welcome to Live from America. Today is September 13th, year of our Lord, 2021. It is Magic Monday, baby. And you know what happens on Monday. Magic. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And I hope you're ready for today. I hope you've got a full coffee. I hope you've got a pot brewing. Because you're going to need it. And I hope that you have shared this video to at least five groups, five friends, five different platforms. Because the world needs to know what this, what I'm about to tell you today about the tides are turning. That's what I, that's what I labeled this show today. I labeled this show the tides are turning or the tides have turned. They're not just turning. They've already turned. And I'm going to show you what I mean by that. In today's show. First of all though, before I do that, please reach down, hit that rumble button, hit that like button. Whether whether you're watching on social media, digital TV, whatever, make sure somebody knows that we are live and, and that we got a lot of news to bring today. So, I'm going to say hello to some people. Please let me know who you are, where you're from. Of course, I know I'm going to see familiar faces, but hopefully, hopefully... I see some new faces as well. I'd like to say hello to our good friend Larry Reha. Says he's been up since 5 a.m. this morning. Regina, hello, how are you? Patricia Burns is watching. Uh, Amy Cowdy from Illinois. Shout out, Illinois. Good to see you, Amy. Thank you for joining in today. Glenda from Texas. God bless you. Love you. And there's your shout out, hon. Um, <clears throat> Corn Pop says he's slurping water because he's already had his coffee. That's a little bit too much caffeine for old creepy, uh, creepy failure and thief, Sniffer Joe. Uh, hello, uh, shared to rumble already, and hear great news today. Shared and ready to rumble, excuse me. Shout out to Mary from Nevada, watching. Phyllis from Florida. Jeremy, love the new look. Black. Mmm, black and white, huh? It isn't, is everything just black and white these days? <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, Trina from Georgia, good to see you. Donna from Pennsylvania, hello, welcome. Deb Webb from Everett, Washington, good to see you. And Jen in Minnesota, God bless. Alexa from Ohio, recovering from COVID. And I would bet that you're cover recovering quite nicely. Rocky Hawkins is watching from Jacksonville, Florida on YouTube. And Christy Burns. Folks, folks, put a smile on your face. At the end of the show today, you'll be smiling. You will be smiling. It doesn't mean that there's still not bad things going on. It doesn't mean that we have to let our foot off the gas in any way. 
<clears throat> but you will be smiling. I'd also like to thank David Kaiser. God bless you, and I received your uh, I received your your mail last week. I, I forgot to give you a shout out. Also, Dennis and Tatiana Sled for your continued love and support. Mr. and Mrs. James Barry, Barb Naylor from Kind Embroidery for my brand new hat that I rocked all weekend long, and Donna Jones, God bless you all for your mail that I received uh, over this weekend. I'd also like to give a um, some awareness to a, some prayer requests here. Jen Zam, J-E-N-Z-A-M, here on Rumble. As I was getting ready to start the show, I noticed that her brother-in-law got the COVID booster shot and immediately had a heart attack and is in the hospital. Now, whether it was from the booster shot or not, our prayers are that he gets better. Our prayers are for Jen and her family. Our prayers are for the suffering that they endure when somebody's either sick, passing away, or has to go through some kind of major surgery. We all have those problems in our own families. We know what it's like. We know what it's like. What we all don't know what it's like is for somebody to take a booster shot and immediately have a heart attack. So I just want to say that our prayers are with you, Jen. I want to say our, 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 our thoughts and our love is with you. And we will be thinking of this as we pray today. Let's get right to the verse of the day, folks. Let's get right to the verse of the day. Because if we're going to talk about such great news, then we need to have God at the forefront of this. And if you have not received my newsletter this morning, I highly suggest that you go and read it thoroughly. Okay? If you have received my newsletter this morning, you might even be, I might even shed some light on some things that did not come through, uh, maybe in your interpretation of the newsletter. But God directed me to this verse this morning, or these verses, excuse me, this morning for a reason. I asked God, humbly, please God, please, based on everything that I've seen this weekend, based on everything that I've heard, based on what President Trump said Friday, please tell me, where I can go in the Bible and get a little bit of, uh, of clarity and get a little bit of, uh, uh, of positivity and some energy based on what I saw. And the verse that he directed me to, the verses that he directed me to this morning, fit that mold. They fit that mold. Here we go. Verse of the day, Isaiah 48, 3 through 8. Now I want you to think of our nation today as I read this to you. <clears throat> this is... God speaking to Isaiah, long ago I told you what was going to happen. Then suddenly I took action, and all of my predictions came true. For I know how stubborn and obstinate you are. Your necks are as unbending as iron, and your heads are as hard as bronze. That is why I told you what would happen. I told you beforehand what I was going to do. So then you could never say, quote, my idols did it, my wooden image, and my metal god commanded it to happen. You have heard my predictions and seen them fulfilled. But you refuse to admit it. Now I will tell you new things, secrets you have not yet heard. They are brand new, not things from the past. So you cannot say, we knew that all the time. Yes, I will tell you of things that are entirely new, things you've never heard before. I titled this morning's newsletter, God's Stubborn People. Sound like anybody you know? Sound like a nation that you might live in? Not a bad thing. 
I said, wow, we as Americans are stubborn, hard-headed people, just like it talks about in this verse. We are in America for the most... We are in America, and for the most part have gotten completely away from God, and our society puts itself up on a pedestal, and most people idolize actors, athletes, rich people, elected officials, and yes, even technology. God speaks to us through the Bible and through the Holy Spirit if we have received it. He tells us of things He has done, things He is doing, and things that will happen in the future. It's like when you set rules for your kids for their own good, and they don't want to obey them because they think they are stupid rules and you are just trying to control them. In all reality, you know what will happen to them if they disobey. You know what could happen to them in any given situation, but their youth and inexperience will not allow them to open their eyes and ears to hear your warnings. Because they can't yet understand the severity of their actions. Nine times out of ten, the exact thing you tried to keep them away from ends up happening. Same can be said for us as a society. We as a whole have gotten so far away from God and the gospel that we cannot see what he has already put in front of us. If you read on in this book of Isaiah, you see that God says, quote, I will hold back my anger and I will not wipe you out for my sake. Instead, I will have enough patience with you to show you once again that I am the one and only God by showing you completely new things pertaining to my promises, things you've never seen before. That way you will have <clears throat> that way you will have to acknowledge that I am the first and the last and the one true God. Now think of us as a country, folks. Think of where we are right now, uncharted times. Things are happening that we have never seen in our lifetimes. And we may just see a decertified presidential election based on fraud and deception. Two things that God despises. So, he will show us new things that we've never seen before. Like a fraudulent election being overturned, maybe? Like true power given back to the people, maybe? Like injustices turning to justice right before our very eyes. God is performing miracles right now. All you have to do is open your eyes, ears, and your heart, and you can see it plain as day. Amen? Doesn't that sound familiar to you? Doesn't that sound exactly like what we are going through right now? And do you know what validated that entire verse that I put out this morning? The things that happened this weekend. That's what validated it. And we'll get to that in a minute. But first, ladies and gentlemen, let's remove our caps Let's ask everybody in the room to join us. Let's forget about the troubles. Let's forget about the anxiety. Let's forget about the stress. And let's focus on the miracles that God is doing right now that a lot of us are just too blind, stubborn, or deaf to hear. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 
Now, I saw somebody say their anxiety was through the roof in the comment section on Rumble. There's no need for that. There really isn't. And hopefully by the end of today's show, God will use Life from America once again, as he's done many times, to bring that anxiety level down. To bring that stress level down. <clears throat> and to put you back on the track that you need to be on. And having said that, ladies and gentlemen, first and foremost, are you ready to rumble? If you are and you haven't shared the video yet, please do so. I know you on the other side go, you know what? He doesn't need my share. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I need them all. <laughs> I need every little bit of them. Okay? If you're ready to rumble, then let's get ready to rumble. He was there 20 years ago, and he was there on Saturday. Have you seen the pictures? If you've not seen the pictures, all you have to do is look anywhere on social media. Definitely on Telegram. Definitely on Getter. Definitely on CloudHub, Parler. You might not be allowed to post that kind of stuff on Facebook. I'm not sure because I'm not there. <clears throat> but I know who was there, and that was President Donald J. Trump. Excuse my voice today, folks. I had a lot of discussion this weekend, and a lot of screaming happily for President Trump and how he's going to be vindicated. He was there 20 years ago, and he was there on Saturday. The left-wing media went into a hissy fit, right on cue, when President Trump did not show up with the former scumbag swamp rat presidents of this country, Bill Clinton, George Bush Jr., and Barack Hussein Obama, and their first ladies. Well, and Barack Hussein Obama's first gentleman. <clears throat> the left went into a hissy fit. You know why? Fake news. That's why. They could not believe that President Trump would not show up and stand with the very people who spied on him, who tried to put him in prison, tried to impeach him many times, who put him and his family through hell, and to this day are still doing everything they can to destroy this man and his beloved family. Why would he want to be around those losers? Why would President Trump go to where he knew that the... It's all fake news. It's phony stuff. It didn't happen. Why would President Trump go where all the fake news cameras were going to be? Showing their fake news presidents. Showing their fake news former first lady. Showing their fake news agenda. Showing their fake love. Showing their fake sympathy. Showing their fake empathy. Why would President Trump be anywhere near that? President Trump wouldn't touch that with a hundred foot pole. And he didn't. Instead, President Trump was right where I just said he was in the beginning of this section. He was with them 20 years ago. And he was with them on Saturday. President Trump decided, no, I'm not going to go stand with these losers. I'm going to go stand with the winners, the American people. The same people that I stood with among all that debris, among all that dust, among all that death, among all that evil on that day, September 11, 2001. That's where I'm going to be. You could tell real quick who was beloved by the people, and who loved the people that were loving him back. It wasn't Barack Hussein Obama and Michael Obama. It wasn't Bill Clinton and Crooked Hillary. And it wasn't the failure and thief, the sniffer and thief Joe Biden and his fake doctor wife. Nope. President Trump was with the people who loved him, <clears throat> and he was showing them love. And the fake news media could not stand it. So, 
since the fake news media won't show it, since they will just sit and try to spin it and throw a monkey wrench in the relationship that President Donald J. Trump has with you and all the people in your community, I figured I will show it. And I will say this, thank you to Real America's Voice News for playing the four-hour memorial on Saturday. That was a wonderful, wonderful series of shows, hosts, interviews, and events. And I want to say big shout-out to Real America's Voice News for spending half of their day honoring 9-11 and the rest of the day as well. But that four-hour special was beautiful. I figured I would show you, ladies and gentlemen, exactly what's going on. So, without further ado, here is a clip of President Trump. If you have not seen it, if you only watch the fake news or only get those channels, let me show you a series of videos of President Trump being with the people. This is President Trump meeting with some of the first responders on 9-11. Thank you very much. How are you? It's a sad day. It's a very sad day uh, for a lot of reasons. And uh, we just added to that reason last week. That should have never been allowed to happen, I have to say. And I've watched all the speeches and nobody mentions it, uh, what they did. But we're going to have to live with that for a period of time. And very disappointing. What an incredible job you do. You do. I, I grew up with you. And uh, you are New York's finest. You're incredible people. I know many of you. And I just, uh, I appreciate it during the election, uh, you know, the... New York City police endorsed Trump. You know that, right? First time they've ever endorsed a candidate. They told me, first time, maybe they do it every time, I don't know, but they tell me, first time they've ever endorsed a candidate for president, and uh, I, it's a great honor. Okay. That was the first one. That was the first one I wanted to show you. Oh, but there's more. Here's one that even touched my heart even more. Now, it may I may not play the whole video for you, because it's a long video, but let me play you some of it, just so you can see, if you have not seen them all, just so your heart can be at rest with who the rightful president is of this country, and the law enforcement and the first responders who feel the same way as we do. Elections do have consequences. Nobody ever thought a thing like this would be possible. We got more votes than any president, sitting president ever got, and uh, disgraceful. But I appreciate so much the support from all. Now I want to stop it right there. I'll, I'll I'll go back to that in a minute. But did you see what he said? Did you see how fast? A lot of people don't notice this stuff about President Trump. You and I do. We all do. We got. We get it. A lot of people don't re read into. To what President Trump does and how he and how he handles situations. He just talked about the election there for about what 30 seconds and then immediately turned the attention back to them because that's what he's there to do. He's not there to campaign. If he was, 
like these dirty swamp rat politicians, both rhinos and swamp donkeys, if he was there to do that, he would have spent the next seven, eight minutes talking about himself, talking about the election, talking about where he's going from here. But he didn't do that, did he? No, he didn't. And if you did not catch that, let me just take that back for you. Just a few seconds so you can see exactly what I'm talking about. This is the man of the people. You can tell by his actions, not his words, by his actions. And then, of course, his words follow. But here we go. I'll, I'll rewind it, and I'll play it again for you. ...votes than any president, sitting president ever got, and uh, disgraceful. But I appreciate so much the support from all entire people. You know, you had all over the country. Come on, let's get a good one. Is he a good guy? Yes? Yeah. The best. I just say that. We had support all over the country from people that do what you do, which is very dangerous. And I know it very well. And what happened at the World Trade Center was incredible. And what we did in the last week, what this government of ours did in the last week, is never going to be excused, ever. Bringing the military, I think of it, bringing the military out first, okay? Bringing the military, and they were locked down. They weren't doing anything. Not one American soldier was killed in like 18 months, and nobody could believe it. It was because of my discussions with Abdul, who's now running that operation. We had them, we could have taken two months, five months, we could have taken three years, 85 billion dollars worth of equipment we left behind you couldn't fly the airplanes out there was no reason for this now there's another thing i want to stop that right there i like breaking down these what he says do you notice he didn't say 85 billion dollars joe biden left behind he could say that he could easily say that because we know that that's who made that decision he didn't say that he said 85 billion dollars we left behind that is something that normal people in mainstream media will never ever pick up on his language, his rhetoric, what he says, how he says it, his demeanor in which he does say it in. Those things are important. That's why masking people is such a wrong thing to do because you can't see a lot of this. You can't see somebody's true expressions. You can't see somebody's, you can't see somebody if somebody's lying, if their face is covered, because you don't pick up on these, these, these little things. This is my job. My job is to pick up on these things. My job is to make sure that I am conveying stuff like this to you guys. So maybe if you missed it, you can see it and go, wait a minute, that's correct. He does not. He did not say Joe Biden. He did not blame it on Joe Biden. He did not say he did. He said we did. We did. Now, there is times where he does obviously go right at Joe Biden because he has to. But for the main, for the, for, for the main part of, uh, of what President Trump's always trying to get across, he says we. That's a true leader. That's the difference. That's a true leader. Like him or not. Like him or not. Let's play a little bit more of this and then we'll move on. No commercial breaks during the uh, morning show. Uh, just because this isn't the, the morning show isn't going to be what goes to Real America's Voice News. So I'm going to go back to, to that method uh, of, of doing this show in the morning. Because we all deserve that. We all deserve that. We had to make some minor changes in order to get one show on Real, America, Real America's Voice News, but not in the way I do the show, just in how it's structured. And, and morning shows are not going to be like that. So let's play a little bit more here. It goes out last. They would have been totally safe. Those 13 warriors that were killed, I spoke to some of the parents. And the parents will never be the same. They will never be the same. They don't understand it. 
They don't understand it. So I just want to thank you. I've been given so much support by the people that do what you do, the bravest people. And right next door, and you know you love each other, because I know the blue. We love we the do. blue. We do. I'll say it loud. You know, you're not supposed to say that. We love the blue. Amen. And I know how you get along, too. You get along great. But the support I've been given by fire and police has been incredible. It's been incredible. I don't want to say the number, because it's way up. If I say it, if it's a quarter of a point up, they'll say Trump misrepresented, you know, but the fake news. But I just want to thank you all. I passed this place many times, as you know, many times, and I gave you every ounce of my support. You know, we approved, I was the one, we approved in my administration the massive amount of money to take care of people affected by the World Trade Center catastrophe, families and everything else. And, that was done by me. I saw they were all talking about... So I want to stop real quick there. Another thing. If you look at President Trump's face, I love to analyze these. I'm sorry if you guys don't like that I do that, but it's just something I like to do. I really like to analyze. I think we live in a world where we hear a speech, we see somebody say something, and we move on to the next news. And we don't give the proper attention to something that needs attention. Look at the look on his face when he's talking to these people. A, he's not reading a teleprompter. B, he's not told who you can take questions from or what can you say. C, he's just there with the people, and you hear the people's love for him. Do you think if Joe Biden walked into that precinct or that firehouse that they would have been like, we love you, Joe. We love you, Joe. You're doing such a great job. No, no, they wouldn't. Everywhere Joe is going, you're seeing people line the streets with Trump flags. Everywhere he's going, you're seeing people heckle him and say the things that should be said to him. He, sit, he respects people, and you can see it. You can see a couple times he looked like he was going to tear up during that conversation. Now I'm going to play a couple more minutes of that and then I'm going to go and play you something where Joe Biden tried to engage the crowd during this weekend and you can see how the people responded to him. But let's play a little bit more of our rightful president, Donald J. Trump. They're all taking credit, but they had nothing to do with it. I had. That was my idea. We signed it. In fact, a couple of you were there. We signed it on the lawn of the Rose Garden. It was great. It was a great day. But I just want to thank everybody. You're incredible people. You're beautiful people. Mm. There's nobody like you, and mm. nobody has your guts. I, I know all about that building. I was down there right after. Amen. It, it was a, it was a tragedy, and to think that knowing the one building came down, and you still had people going from fire, people going up the other building. I, I assume just knowing what was going to happen, uh, the bravest people, and we want to thank you. You're incredible. And we really, uh, this day is very interesting because they're trying to do speeches without mentioning what happened over the last two weeks. Amen. And it's a very hard thing to do. And I think in certain ways they shouldn't be doing that. Amen. Because what they did in the last two weeks with that surrender or whatever you call it was a disgrace. There was no reason. We had them totally locked down. They couldn't have done a thing. We could have stayed there for 10 years if we wanted. They couldn't have done a damn thing. We ran. Uh, I think he wanted we. to run because he wanted we. to look good today. We. And I wanted that ended more than anybody and for a longer period of time. We should have never been there, frankly. We should have never gotten into that quicksand. Trillions of dollars, millions of lives if you look at both sides. But when you get out, you have to get out with honor, dignity, strength, and victory. We would have had victory. And and, and the, the it goes on and he says a lot more wonderful things. Ends up taking pictures with people. And I, gotta, I, I just got to tell you. Do you feel it, folks? 
Better yet, do you know it? Do you know it in the depths of your soul? Is the Holy Spirit speaking to you lately, you guys? I'm not even done. Oh, I got way more. If you're not convinced yet, oh, trust me, this show is packed full of, of convincing you. Do you feel it yet? If you don't feel it yet, just sit back. I've got more. Let's go and see what the crowd thinks of sleepy, creepy Joe Biden, shall we? Um, actually, before we get to that, let me show you one more scene from President Trump. Now, President Trump was at, uh, he called the, uh, the boxing fight this weekend, and he was with his son, Don Jr. Now, all over the country right now, colleges yesterday... I counted at least 15 college games where there's more people at a college game than there's an NFL game. And in every stadium, what were they screaming? Blank Joe Biden. Blank Joe Biden. I told you a week ago, I told you maybe 10 days ago, that it was falling apart at the seams. You cannot keep a fraud like this going as long as people are willing to fight it. As long as we're willing to stand up and say something, then that's what pushes it forward. That is what exposes the lies. That is what exposes the fraud. I told you it was falling apart at the seams. The house of cards were falling. The lie was being exposed. And the Democrats were on their heels. And they did not know how to react to Republicans doing this. Because we've never done it before. We've never had the brass to do it before. Remember me telling you that about 10 days ago. That it was all coming to a head. This is President Trump calling the fights with his son. Listen to the crowd and listen to the love for President Trump. Very, very, very different from what you hear football stadiums screaming about Joe Biden. Big fans with Jorge and with Junior. They said he can fight and he can box. I said, well, but boxing's not his thing. And Junior said, yes, it is. You just watch. Okay? And you know what else? You are a great patriot. Watch the double salute by Vitor Belfort. There it is. Double salute. Congratulations. You know, Vitor, your stock was very high, but your stock is even higher tonight because you beat somebody who is, I don't know, I think probably one of the greatest of all time. There's no question about it, Evander. And we love Evander, and I know Evander. And I've never seen that happen to Evander. I've seen, I've been with Evander a long time, and it's just uh, one of those things. But you were really fantastic. And Evander, we love you. We love you, Evander. You're a special, special man. And we love Florida. I want to thank Hard Rock. I want to thank... I want to thank everybody involved in this. This has been an incredible success. I hear it's going crazy over the internet, going absolutely crazy. And I don't know, how about, you know, we'll set up a fight, we'll set up a fight. How about you against this guy over here? I don't know, this guy over here is pretty big. This one, I think Junior's a little bit on the large side. Fantastic evening, champ, fantastic evening. Thank you, thank you everybody, we love you, thank you. Thank you very much. 
Thank you. Now, what, what you didn't hear was in the beginning of that. That whole crowd was chanting two things. We want Trump. We want Trump. We want Trump. And then they were saying, we love Trump. We love Trump. President Trump was with the people in the morning for 9-11. He was with the people in the afternoon for, for just, you know, letting loose in, in the evening and just being Americans. He was there congratulating the winner of the fight, and he was there congratulating the loser of the fight. And in all cases, everybody loved him, wherever he went. Wherever he went. Meanwhile, the other guy, Biden, has got tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people all over the country, Saturday and Sunday, saying that famous chant. Blank Joe Biden. Blank Joe Biden. Listen, we were never going to be able to remove this man by trying to convince the politicians that he stole the election. We were only always going to win and reverse what happened by educating the people on exactly what happened on November 3rd, 2020. See, the majority of the people, Republican, Democrat, Independent, the majority have no idea what happened. All they hear is, they've done audits. They've done audits on top of audits on top of audits on top of audits, and they found nothing. But what the everyday person doesn't realize is that they have not done forensic audits. And they actually still have not completed a forensic audit of Maricopa County in Arizona because in order to complete the forensic audit, you must have the routers, the passwords, the fob keys, and the splunk, clo- uh, splunk logs in order to finish the forensic audit, which we will get. People don't know what's happening. They don't know that Joe Biden is there illegally. They've heard that he could be, but they don't know. People don't know that he's letting people come across the southern border without COVID checks or without COVID passports. They don't know. Our job, my job, Real America's Voice News job, all the independent conservative media out there, including ones that have just been picked up by places like myself, it has been our job to educate the public. So then when the public finds out, the public can cry out. And when the public cries out, there's no longer a lie for them to hang on to. And that is what you're seeing in football stadiums. Let me ask you a question, and I'm going to use myself. Thank you, Alicia Wida, for the $10 donation on Rumble Rants. God bless you. I'm going to use myself as a, as a, uh, just, I'm not saying it's me. I'm just going to use myself as an example, okay? If it wasn't for me, if it wasn't for the Live from America audience, if it wasn't for Steve Bannon, if it wasn't for the War Room audience, if it wasn't for us, those kind of people, you would never be hearing chants in football stadiums in 15 different states, in many different cities. Blank Joe Biden. You'd never hear it. That is why they've tried to shut us down on social media. That is why they tried to fight us and shut us down everywhere we went. Because they knew if we got the word out, if we got the truth out, people would know. And if people knew, they could demand a change. That's what President Trump has been waiting for. That is the best is yet to come. Now, have I got you riled up yet? Do I got you thinking maybe maybe the tides have changed yet? No? Well, I have more to show you. Before I show you the big, big thing of the day, let me first show you Joe Biden 
and how he was greeted in New York. Not only Joe Biden, but Obama, Clinton, and Bush. If this had been President Trump walking on these streets, you would have heard cheers for blocks. So loud, you wouldn't even have been able to hear President Trump talk. He would have walked over. He would have hugged. He would have loved. He would have took pictures. He would have signed autographs. You not hear that here. Watch this. The murderers. Look, the murderers. Nobody. No cheering. There goes the Clintons. There's the Obamas. Both men. Here's the Bidens. Now listen. You're a mutt for what you did to Afghanistan. Terrible, terrible. Don't sniff them. Don't sniff them, somebody said. Terrible. <laughs> okay, now let me show you another video here. I got, watch this. That's Trump in the streets. Listen to the cheers. Look at the people lining up for pictures. Hear that? Do you see the difference, folks? Do you see it crumbling? Do you see people? the reason why people like us fight? Do you see us winning? Do you see the tides turning? Okay, before I, ne before I move to this next part, but guys, we're going over an hour today, just so you know. We're going over an hour today, so I apologize. But I'm relying on you guys right now to do another round of sharing on social media. Please, another round of sharing. Even if you've already done it, let's do it again. Because people need to hear this right now. This is the big news of the day. Are you ready? Let me ask you first, before we get to this big news. Ready? Thank you for the rant, Rumble Rant. God bless you. I appreciate that. You guys really sent in a lot of donations last week that's helping with the studio. I can tell you that. I can tell you that. <clears throat> has President Trump been wrong yet? And if he has, please let me know in the comment section on Rumble or YouTube. If President Trump has, not, has been wrong, please tell me where. Because if you go all the way back to 2016 about what President Trump said was going on in this country. If you go back to 2017 when they were fighting him and spying on him and he told them they were wrong. If you go back to 2018 when they were trying to impeach him and he told them they were wrong. If you go back to 2019 and COVID came along and then 2020 and he told them what to do and how to beat it and how to win and talked about therapeutics. Let me ask you a question. Kimmy says, I'm losing everything because of this vaccine mandate. I hate this world. Some of us are going to have to sacrifice. We're losing things in our family too. But, but, we're, but we are okay with it. And I'm not saying that if you're not okay with it, you're, you're wrong. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is we're going to have to lose a lot of conveniences and we may have to lose our jobs. Some people may have to lose savings. I get it. It's, I'm, not, I'm not trying to diminish it. What I'm trying to say is the outcome of the win and what's going to happen in the end will vindicate you a thousand percent. And you'll be in a better position than you were right now for sacrificing for God and for this country. But let me ask you, has President Trump ever been wrong? Has he ever said something that he was wrong on? You can't say Project Warp Speed as far as the, any answer to this question. Okay, because President Trump was doing what was right, trying to get something out there to beat this, to beat the Democrats, to beat the, the man-made virus, and to beat the narrative. 
what they've turned it into is something completely different than what President Trump was doing. But let me ask you again, please, if he's ever been wrong, if he's ever said this happened or this didn't happen and he, and he was proven to be wrong, please, please let me know. You can't say he's wrong about the jab either. How can you say he's wrong about the jab? He was doing what he thought was right. Holy moly, Raymond, thank you so much. What a huge donation. God bless you. God bless you. President Trump was doing what he thought was right. Please tell me how he was wrong in doing Operation Warp Speed. And he has not told you, and he's, he said, get, it's freedom, freedom of choice to do what you want with the jab. Okay? Don't quit your job. Get others to work with you. Go to a lawyer and fight this. I'm just reading some comments. All right, so President Trump has not been wrong on anything he said or exposed. Okay? Anything that he said or exposed. If he's never been wrong on impeachment phone calls, on conversations that he had with people, on the swamp, on the spying, on what they were doing to him, on therapeutics, if he's never been wrong on all of those, then let me ask you a question. Why would he be wrong? One second here. I want to bring up what he said to the Gateway Pundit on Friday. I mean, just... I lost it here. I accidentally closed it out. Here's what President Trump said to the Gateway Pundit on Friday. Because our election was rigged. This was a rigged election. Yeah. They used COVID and they used the mail-in ballots to rig the election. We won the election by a lot, and they rigged it. And it's a terrible thing. And uh, they, I, I do believe they're going to decertify this election. Let's play that again. Our election was rigged. This was a rigged election. Yeah. They used COVID and they used the mail-in ballots to rig the election. We won the election by a lot, and they rigged it. And it's a terrible thing. And uh, they, I, I do believe they're going to decertify this election. Okay. What do you say right there? I do believe they're going to decertify this election. President Trump, President Trump has not said that yet. He has not said that yet. Let me look you in your eye without my glasses on real quick. Oh, those lights are bright. President Trump has never, ever said out of his mouth, I believe they will decertify this election. He has said they need to do audits. He has said they need to decertify this election and pull back their electors. He said they should. He said legislators should definitely be going down this road to take steps to decertify the election, but not once. Until that moment, has President Trump said, I believe, yes, they will decertify the election. Now, let's talk about that for a minute, okay? And I'll tell you how I know that he's right in what he's saying, because the left wouldn't be melting down over it. They would not be melting down over what he said, and they would not be melting down about Gateway Pundit, and they would not be removing Gateway Pundit from Google Ads so that they can make any money, if what he said wasn't true, Okay? He's never said that he believes they will decertify the election. Wendy Rogers, Karen Fan, Fincham, all of them have told you it's real, it's going to happen, and the canvassing and the full forensic audit will continue to show people that this, this election should be decertified. Now, who can decertify? State legislators. All we have to do is make sure that all the red, right-wing, Republican state legislators in these three states continue with the audits, and then ultimately decertify. Now, President Trump has stayed away from this, or at least that's what he's shown the public. 
that he's had nothing to do with this. This is the people. And I told you last week, there's don't comply and then decertify. President Trump said, I believe you will see these states decertify the election. Here's all you need. Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania. What's happening in Arizona, Georgia, and Pennsylvania? Arizona will be the first to decertify. Georgia will be the second to decertify. Pennsylvania will be the last to decertify. We don't even need Wisconsin and, and, and Michigan. Although we're going to get them, we don't need them. Those three states alone have the authority to pull back enough electors to at least on paper, not what we think, not what anybody thinks, not what anybody knows, not what anybody feels. On paper, legally now, Joe Biden cannot reside in the White House. Legally. Can't do it. And the same reason President Trump couldn't stay in the White House on paper, legally, as much as we wanted him to, he had to go by the process. He had to leave the office. Now, you can argue maybe he should have done the Insurrection Act. You can argue maybe he should have released the military on them. For whatever reason, President Trump decided not to. That's all you need to know about that. What you need to know moving forward is the same reason, like I said, that he couldn't stay in office and he had to leave will be the same reason that Joe Biden will have to leave that office and he won't be able to stay there either. Because legally, on paper, in front of everybody, he will no longer be the President of the United States of America. Because he will not have reached the number of electors that you need to be the President. Those three states will decertify. Mark my words. And they have the Republican legislator, uh, legislative body to do it. And, pre- and Pennsylvania is moving forward. Corman may take the may take the credit for it, may take the credit from Mastriano for getting it done when it's all said and done. Maybe, maybe, but who cares who gets the credit? The American people don't care who gets the credit for making it happen. We all know that it was Mastriano who pushed this. President Trump is waiting for this to move forward. He's waiting for more of the forensic audit information to come out. That is why he's saying you're going to be very happy. You're going to be very happy soon. Why would President Trump be saying that? Why would President Trump be saying you're going to be very happy to everybody he talks to? Do you think that's truly about running in 2024? Is that what you truly think? Is that what you truly, truly think? That he says you're never going to be, or you're going to be happy because he's talking about running in 2024? No. You talk, you take what he's saying every day. You're going to be very happy. You're going to be very happy. You're going to be very happy. And you couple it with what he said to the Gateway Pundit on Friday afternoon when he said, I believe they're going to decertify this election. Let me ask you that original question. Do you think President Trump is wrong? And has he ever been wrong when he's made statements of that caliber? And you got to also remember that in the end, when Joe Biden leaves, everything that he ever signed will be void. Will be null and void. It won't, it won't matter. Now, in the meantime, yes, some of us are suffering. Many of us are losing our jobs. I understand that. If I could personally come and help you through every single thing I could, I, I would, and I will. I'll, I'll try to help anybody who reaches out to me. I will. I know that I can't say these things lightly without having some, some collateral damage. There's going to be a lot of collateral damage. I know that. I'm aware of that. I'm not making light of that fact. But we're going to win. We're going to decertify this election, and we're going to remove this man. I can promise you that. Now let me show you one of the videos of some of, of Brian Stelter melting down, folks, over exactly what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about full-blown meltdown. Watch this.
fringe right-wing website that has been so uh, awful, so toxic in terms of election disinformation, that Google has taken away its ability to sell, to put ads up. So it's demonetized the Gateway Pundit. So on the same week that Google took that step, a dramatic step, Trump calls into the Gateway Pundit. And here's what he said about the 2020 election. I do believe they're going to decertify this election. That's his fantasy now. His fantasy is they are going to decertify it. But Gene, as you said, when these folks don't talk to real journalists or to, you know, people that are going to challenge them, we don't actually get answers to what they're talking about. So Trump is saying they are going to decertify the election. Who? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to come back to you, Humpty Dumpty. But first, let me educate you real quick. Let me educate you. Number one, the Gateway Pundit passed not only um, the blaze a couple weeks ago on is on on the uh, the analytic analytics of people logging on to read their real news stories but they also finally passed Breitbart how can you do that if you're if you're if you're constantly uh, posting false information and as a matter of fact the gateway pundit is one of my main sources of getting and vetting news because every time the gateway pundit puts something out there of relevance Guess who ends up picking it up three, four, five days later even? The mainstream media, Fox News, and many other places. Okay? Now let me let me stop Humpty Dumpty here real quick. Let's look at his <laughs> look at his face. Watch it, look at his face where I paused it. Let's talk about Humpty Dumpty real quick. He says, Who? Who is they? Well, I'll tell you who they is. They is the state legislative body. The same state legislative body that was circumvented and left out of the process when each one of these swing states decided they were going to make new election laws based on COVID-19 that they did not have power to make without the vote of said state legislative body. Dum-dum, humpty-dumpty. Matter of fact, let's go ahead and give... Let's go ahead and give Humpty Dumpty right now the dum-dum award of the Humpty Dum-dum award of the day because he doesn't even know how the process works. The guy's 35. He's the most shot-out 35-year-old I've ever seen in my life. He looks 65. Regardless, regardless of that, the guy has no idea what happened. He has no idea how it works. And if he does, then he's completely lying or he's just completely stupid. One of the two. That's the they. But let's, let's, let's move on. Let's move on so I can destroy his narrative even more. Talking about, right? It's just a fantasy. But I want to play what else he said about the press because he complained that even Fox is not taking his fantasy seriously. It's never been a stronger issue. The only problem is the press doesn't like talking about it, including Fox. The press doesn't like talking about it. And someday somebody's going to tell me why. Will, can you tell the former president why the press doesn't like talking about his lies? Right. Well, I mean, the 2020 election has been audited and re-audited and recounted and um, uh, basically... It's like boring no at this point. Lies. Let's talk about that. The presidential election has not been audited, audited, recounted, and re-audited. And anybody who claims it has are the same people who counted the votes to begin with. And by the way, are the same very people who are denying anybody to actually do a forensic audit so they can get down to the real receipts. That's number. That's that's another lie that that idiot just told. And then Brian Stelter, it's just boring at this point. Then why are you talking about it? Then why do you have two people up there on your panel 
talking about it. Why are you bashing Gateway Pundit? Why are you trying to tear President Trump down in his fantasy that's fake? Why are you talking about the they when there's no they there? If there's no story there, if it's all fake, if it's all a fantasy, and they've already audited, audited, re-audited, and recounted, uh, same thing, over and over again, uh, uh. Blah, blah, blah. if they've done that, then why are you, Humpty Dumpty, spending so much time talking about not only that, but also, why do you have Steve Bannon's in your name in your mouth every day as well? If these guys are just idiots that don't know what they're talking about. Let's continue to play some of this video so I can tear it down even more. I would love to be on these people's show. I would tear them up and down. They wouldn't even know what to say. They'd have to mute me and shut me off because they're too stupid to debate anybody that has any kind of common sense whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, it won't go away. And, and I, I'm glad it won't go away because it's not just the California story. I'm, I'm here in Pennsylvania and um, uh, we had news this week that the Republicans who have a majority in the state legislature in Pennsylvania uh, are now launching this official review. With, uh, <laughs> yes, they are. And, and, and credit Donald Trump for anything, it's persistence. I mean, he refuses to let this go away. And why and, would he? Why wouldn't he? Uh, you know, he keeps prodding for openings, you know. And uh, look, I mean, California well, is a state problem, with a, right, Will? You know, he, he might not believe it, but his fans do. So this stuff gets spun up on the right-wing web. It goes from the Gateway Pundit over to OAN. It gets spread around to millions of people who are still living a real-time fantasy or, you know, nightmare about the 2020 election, even though it's almost 2022. But here's again, here again, you have no idea what you're talking about. You're talking about his fans and these crazies, and they spin it up in right-wing news, and they send it over to OAN. Then why do these companies exist if they're fake? Why, do these why are these companies stealing your viewers daily, Humpty Dumpty? Why can't you get even one million people to watch any show on CNN ever? Because you're lame. Because you lie and everybody knows it and you can't stand it. So, I'll take you back to the old saying. Winners focus on winning. Losers focus on winners. Nobody's focusing on you, Humpty Dumpty, until you make stupid comments like this and then we just make fun of you. <laughs> They're melting down at the seams. And it's not just left-wing news that is melting down at the scene, uh, at the seams over what President Trump said about decertifying the election. It's also Democrats. Democrats. Remember Andrew Yang? Remember him? Remember he tried to run for president, failed. Pulled better than Kamala Harris, though, but still failed. Then remember he said he was going to run for the mayor of New York? Failed. What is Andrew Yang doing right now? Same thing Tulsi Gabbard and other moderate Democrats are doing. Andrew Yang announced over the weekend that he's leaving the Democratic Party. He's leaving the Democratic Party to start his own party, but failed to tell us what that party's name would be. This is great, folks. This is something that we want to champion. We would love to champion Democrats splitting from their far-left progressive communists to form their own party. Let's split that vote right in half, ladies and gentlemen. We should be reaching out to Andrew Yang, and we should be supporting that. We should be reaching out to his office saying, hey, sir, we support you doing that. That's really bad what the Democrats are doing. We should pump that up just a little bit more, shouldn't we? But not only are you having people leave the party, you now have more than, more than just Joe Manchin saying they will not be voting for this $3.5 trillion green new spending deal. Joe Manchin over the weekend said, no, I'm not voting for it. And what's the hurry? What's the hurry anyway? Well, we know what the hurry is. We know what the hurry is. But 
here's somebody who's been quite a lot lately, actually, going against his own party. Somebody who you'd never expect to go against their own, your, their own party, but he's doing it anyway. And that's Bill Maher. Bill Maher says he's embarrassed to be a Democrat anymore. And his audience applauds. Check this out. Um, to me, when people say to me sometimes, like, boy, you know, you go after the left a lot these days. Why? I'm like, because you're embarrassing me. That's why I'm going after the left in a way you never did before. Because you're inverting things that I, I'm not going to give up on being liberal. This is what these teachers are talking about, that, that you're taking children and making them hyper aware of race in a way they wouldn't otherwise be. I mean, I, I saw last night on the football game, uh, Alicia Keys saying, lift every voice and sing, which now I hear is called the Black National Anthem. Now, maybe we should get rid of our national anthem, but I think we should have one national anthem. I think when you go down a Stupid road statement. where you're having two different national anthems, colleges sometimes now have, many of them have different graduation ceremonies for black and white, separate dorms. This is what I mean, segregation. You've inverted the idea. We're going back to that under a different name. But when even Bill Maher says he's embarrassed to be a Democrat... You want to know what this is, folks? When Joe Manchin says a hard no, and you got other Democrats who are elected, and you have people like Bill Maher saying they don't want anything to do with the Democratic Party, do you want to know what that really is? That's people who have somewhat of a brain jumping ship before the ship sinks. Again, folks, I, I, I live this every day. I analyze every day. I not only get stories, vet stories, and then bring them to you, but I analyze the way people talk and behavior in politics, political behavior. And what you're seeing right now is people jumping ship left and right because they don't want anything to do with what's about to happen. They just don't. Now, I know some of you are like, this has been going on for months. We've been hearing the things. We've been hearing these, this, the same old narrative for months. You think that we can just flip a switch and have this all go away? You think that we can just do that after decades of them tearing apart our system so they could build a one-world government? No, to expose the fraud and to truly do what President Trump said, and that is, the best is yet to come, then we have to do it by a procedure. We have to follow the Constitution. But don't get me wrong, even the Constitution says that we have the ability, by the Second Amendment, to overthrow a tyrannical government. That is still on the table, and will always be on the table. The question is, do you want to jump right to that, or would you rather do it the way we've our forefathers set it up to do it? I would rather do it the hard way. I would rather do it the legal way and the right way. The last thing I want to be able to, the last thing I want to see, whether they're Democrats or Republicans, the last thing I want to see is a full-on civil war in this country. That's what they're pushing for. Don't get me wrong. I know this, but that's the last thing I want to see. I don't want my kids growing up in that world. So we have to do it this way. If there was, if we were doing it the other way, President Trump would already be leading us that way. And again, we don't look to President Trump to save us. We look to God. And you go all the way back to that newsletter that I read to you in the beginning of this, and you put together that with all the other stuff that I just showed you, and there's no way that you can say that we are not winning and the tides haven't turned. There is no way. Now, I got more. In response to all of this illegal activity by an illegal president, sheriffs and police chiefs everywhere are uploading videos to every platform they can saying that they took an oath to the Constitution 
not to Joe Biden, and they will not enforce any mandate by the failure and thief. Even a police chief and his entire staff in Missouri resigned over the weekend over the vax mandate and, the, and, and being told that they had to enforce mask mandates on the public after seeing the science. It's over. It's crumbling. When the sheriffs and the police chiefs and governors and attorney generals and first responders, when all of them turn your ba- their back on you, and these colleges and these football games and these big events are all screaming uh, uh, F Joe Biden, even concerts are screaming it, who are you going to get to enforce your stupid illegal mandates? Mandates are not laws. Who are you going to get to enforce them? The only thing that you can do is hope people comply, period. That is it. That's why they shut people like me up. Because they don't want people like me telling the people who don't know any better, who don't read the Constitution, who don't know the Bill of Rights, exactly what they're capable of. By law. So, let's see what our options are here, folks. For all the people out there that go, what do we do, what do we do? I told you last week, first don't comply, then decertify. What are our options here to remove Joe Biden before 2024? Or, I should say, 2025. Our options are, number one, decertification, period. We already know that Arizona, Georgia, and Pennsylvania will move towards a full decertification, probably within the next month. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say what, when, uh, put a timeline on these things because you don't know who might deflect and who might not deflect. But that's number one, decertification. So legally, there cannot be a Joe Biden and Kamala Harris regime. Legally. Number two. These states will not be able to cheat like they did in 2020 again. I keep telling you that. It will not be able to happen because of laws and steps that these states have already taken so that it won't happen again. So what happens in 2022? Well, they're all gone. You're going to see a 75-seat swing in the House, and you're going to see the Senate swing back as well. And when that happens, you put President Trump at the helm, in the, in the House Speaker seat with the gavel, he doesn't need to be elected. All he has to do is be appointed, and then they bring impeachment charges up, the House and the Senate, with President Trump leading them, and they remove those two. And who gets put in place? The third in charge, President Trump. Either way, what they did, and because of them trying to fight these new election laws in these swing states so they can cheat, they'll never be able to cheat again, and they're going to lose big time in the midterms. They're just going to lose big time. And this is, this is outside of a decertification. This is, let's say, a decertification didn't happen. This is the other recourse. This is the other recourse. And there's no way they're going to get away from this. We're coming for them. We're coming for them for decertification. And if that doesn't work for, for whatever reason, then we're coming for them um, by, by taking back the House and the Senate, which they can't win again. And we remove them that way. Either way, they're removed. Period. That's what I'm going to be fighting for from now until that happens. And if we continue to keep fighting for that, then we will win because we got here by fighting without stopping. And nobody thought we'd make it this far. Now, let's move from this for a minute, okay? Let's move to COVID real quick. I told you I was going to go over and I'm going over. Look at this. Boston, Massachusetts has a rally Friday at the State House. 12 to 3. Be there. 5,000 people responded. Well, look what happened in Rhode Island this last weekend. In liberal Rhode Island, 10,000 people were in the streets. Right downtown. Right in Providence. Right downtown by the Omni Hotel. I know the area very well. 
Okay, thousands of people showed up screaming, we will not comply, we will not comply. And that is in one of the most liberal cities in New England, Providence. We will not comply, we will not comply. Telling you folks, let's move to COVID real quick, okay? The new VAERS numbers have come out today. 14,701 people have, re- uh, have reported to die from the COVID vaccine in the United States alone, according to VAERS website and their new numbers that they put up just today. 14,701. Okay? Now, we already know, based on people who worked in that, uh, in that division, in the VAERS division, and by doctors who worked closely with the VAERS reporting. We already know, a month ago I reported to you and showed you what the people said that the number that VAERS reports is about five times less than it actually is. Why? Because people take forever to report to VAERS, and a lot of doctors don't even know what VAERS is to report deaths. So because of non-reports, and because of reports that are slowed up, and have not been reported yet, you can take that 14,701, and you can times it by five, just to be safe. That's not Jeremy Harrell saying that. That's people who have worked with VAERS for years. So you take that times five and you get 73,505. You expect me or any parent to make their child get a COVID vaccine that has probably 73,000 plus deaths just in the United States alone? But let's take the deaths. Let's remove the deaths that that, that VAERS are reporting. But by the, by the way, that's an average of, if you just count the 14,701, that's an average of 70 people a day dying from the vaccine alone in the United States. But you times that by five and it's 350. That means there's an average of 350 people probably dying from taking the vaccine in the United States every single day. 675,000 adverse reactions, of which tens of thousands are permanent. Because of the vaccine. They're not telling you that on any news station. They're not force feeding that down your throat with every COVID label on your videos or your posts, are they? No, 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 no. They're not telling you that at these schools. They're not telling you that at these jobs who are mandating it. They're not telling Just alone, folks, if you, if you take the numbers that they gave you, there's 15,000 roughly people who have died. That's 70 a day. But if you add the five times that, it's 73,350 a day. And I'll tell you what's become of this. Britain's health security, I mean health secretary over the weekend, said that the authorities have decided not to require vaccine passports for entry into nightclubs and other crowded events in England. Why? Why did, why did Britain's health secretary just say that over the weekend? I thought they were all gung-ho. I thought they were all gung-ho about the vaccine passports and getting vaxxed. What happened over the weekend? I can tell you what happened. They are reversing course amid opposition from just some of the conservative government's support in Parliament. That goes to show you that if our Republican leadership, Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCoward, Steve Scalise, and the rest of the leadership in the Republican Party just stood up and said not happening and not rely on governors and attorney generals, then we would be in the same boat. But they don't. They're scared. They're coward. They're uniparty people. And they all need to be removed. Another victory in Romania, Bucharest. The government will close all vaccination centers because 70% of the people in um, Romania have refused to take the shot. Coercion did not work. 
500,000 people showed up in the streets of Bucharest to demand it. And what happened? The government shut down all their COVID facilities. Because 70, 000, 70% of the people said, no, we're not taking it. Hmm. Also, a company close to my home, which I'm not going to say the name of it yet, that employs hundreds of people just about five minutes down the road from where, maybe about 10 minutes down the road from where I live. By President Biden's mandate, they're supposed to be mandating their employees because they have hundreds of employees. You want to know what happened over the weekend? Half of their work staff emailed them and said, if you mandate this, we're walking or you're going to fire us. And what did they get in a response? We're not going to those measures yet. We're going to evaluate everything before we make any hard decisions like that. Please just don't jump to that conclusion. Why? Because companies will shut down and this company and this country will go to complete hell and nobody will be making any money. Nobody's going to follow this, guys. The only people that are going to follow this are ultra-liberal big tech companies and ultra-liberal uh, government-contracted companies. And, of course, people in the federal government. Nobody's going to follow this. Americans are actually uniting under the tyranny of Joe Biden and the left. They're actually uniting, kind of like we did 20 years ago on 9-12. But this time, not because of somebody um, foreign, but because of somebody domestic. Think about that. Folks, that's going to do it for Live from America today. I'm going over to the studio to meet my wife right now as we start building and getting ready for the big move from this studio to the next. It'll still take a while. we got to get a contractor in there to build some stuff for us, and I'm still having people from Real America's Voice fly up and help build the studio. Studio's expensive, but it's worth it because of what's going to come out of it, where Live from America goes as a family and as a company by moving into a better and a bigger space. It's going to be incredible. And it's all because of you guys and your rumble rants and the $500 uh, down to the $5 that all of you guys donate. And again, thank you for Raymond for the $500 donation today. I, I completely, completely uh, appreciate it. And I love you. God bless you. Thank you. And remember, folks, go to JeremyHarrell.com. The Hand Over Your Heart t-shirts are up, both men and women. By the way, the women v-neck shorts, shirts run a little small. Okay, if you're getting a V-neck shirt, they run a little small, I'd go a size up because they will shrink, just to give you an idea. The You Can't Beat God t-shirts and the 3% of t-shirts all on JeremyHerald.com. Well, folks, remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. And I will never leave you as long as you want me here as long as the audience continues to stay here and grows, I'm not going anywhere. Rebirth.